Hey everyone, it's Lin Chen from the Actress Diet Podcast, and today my guest is the person who you're listening to play guitar right now, the person who has composed and played the theme song for this podcast for quite a while now, Go Nakamura. Hi. Hi, Go Nakamura. We were just saying, long time coming, this podcast. <laughs> at least at least like 30 or 40 episodes that I've been meaning to have you on here. <laughs> awesome. But cool. I feel like I'm getting close to 100 episodes, and you know, I wanted you to be there for that monumental time. That is amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Gonna... Yes. Go Nakamura, congratulations to you, because the other day I was watching your... St- your uh, Insta story, I was going to call it Snapchat, but it's your Insta story. <laughs> and uh, and you have been making a lot of food, I've been seeing. Yeah. Um, there was I a just... chicken pot pie situation. <laughs> what was up with that? That was uh, just being lazy because uh, I'd gone to Lake Tahoe over the, uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. break. And... Uh, that weekend and there's a place called Ikeda's uh I think it's market or something and it was in uh on the way back uh they're famous for their uh their pies they make like a fantastic cherry pie and uh peach cobbler um but my sister really likes their pot pies so I bought a bunch of those and I brought one back and it was kind of late at night I just wanted to eat something hot and comforting and uh and it wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't being hot and comforting for a while am i wrong <laughs> <laughs> i got it messed up like i think it said like a certain temperature for the oven and i and i did it and it was it kept on i put it in getting all excited it took like 45 minutes or something and then i took it out and it was still kind of cold but i was i was documenting it on the uh, instagram stories and it was just a big letdown because i kept on like pulling it out and it It'd be too cold. I'd, I'd have to put it back in. And it was it, it was it was very entertaining. And also, you know what? <laughs> That's not your fault because I feel like in general, when it comes to baking directions for things that are already made, they like they try to play it safe. They don't want you to burn it, you know. So they always like they always like give you a little more time than you need. I mean, they, I a little I- less time than you need. Also, like like I just moved into this place with this really really powerful oven oh nice uh, it's like 25 degrees hotter in there than wow than it says it is so like mm-hmm. i have to do a lot of math each time so i think <laughs> you know you never know like maybe your ovens a little runs on the on the colder side you don't know might you be. might have to might put be. in a, a thermometer and and check that out if you I are know. so inclined i'm not really i should use a thermometer more often but um yeah, I just sort of eyeball it, but maybe that's not so good. All the not time. when it comes to baking, I think it's like right. such a precise science. But let's let's uh, talk about. Okay, well, first of all, I feel like we should make it clear how we know each other. Go yes. and I were in a movie called Circuit Valentine together, which made a sequel, Daylight mm-hmm. Savings. And so, Go is originally a musician turned indie actor (laughs) and uh we've known each other quite a while now Mm -hmm. and eaten many a meal together yes so i do know that you are a good eater in the sense that you eat everything 
and you're not a picky person. You're just like chill and you're down for anything and you're very appreciative and you're just a joy go. <laughs> you are like the ideal person to dine with and feed. Like just so easy. I could just be like, you know what? I'll have go like like if I was having a fancy dinner, I'd invite you. And if I was just eating like, you know, fig newtons out of the box, I'd invite you. And I know you'd appreciate either of them. Just call me, yeah. <laughs> And I yeah. I appreciate that about you. <laughs> but were you always that way? Were you always an easy person to to please with food? I think so. Yeah, I don't remember not liking much. I mean, you know, like the when you're a kid, you don't like liver, obviously, and stuff like that. Were people but, forcing you to eat liver? I think so. Yeah, at one point, you know, it's just kind of like try it. You might like it, but it's it's not a kid taste really no not really do, what do you what are your thoughts on liver today are you uh i kind of like it actually yeah, yeah me too maybe it's weird right liver yeah. is one of those things yeah like where like whenever there's pate around i'm like i eat it and yeah. i'm like i don't love this and then yet i'm gravitating towards it the yeah. whole time it's so weird it's weird right or if it's in a vietnamese sandwich or something you yeah know, like, you're not gonna like scrape weird. it off it's weird right yeah, yeah. But it's not something you would order, you know? It's not like you'd sit down and be like this. I don't think I, I would, unless the place was, like, known for... Yeah. I don't know. I, I have to do a little research. I wonder if there's any place <laughs> in the you world that's the, known for liver. You haven't been to the liver buffet? No, I haven't. I haven't either. I don't know <laughs> if it exists. Liver buffet. It's not a buffet. It's a buffet. <laughs> a buffet. Sorry. Buffet. That's trying to be all... Buffet is a uh, is a hairstyle, I think maybe. <laughs> I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, so not a picky child eater. And then when did you learn to cook? Because I do know you know how to cook. You know how to make yeah. a pizza. I've seen those. Oh I've... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think from my mom mostly. You know, just um, she was always really good about, and still is. You know, will show me how to make stuff. Um, especially What's, Japanese cooking. Yeah. So, how, that's always. I keep talking over you. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, how old were you when you started to, uh, to start, start cooking and, and what are these Japanese dishes? Give me an example. Yeah. Uh, I guess like around college, you know, which is a good time to learn. So maybe 18 ish, 19 ish or something. Um, let's see. I mean, just stuff like, uh, for example, I might ask about, like, tonkatsu or something. Or uh, Tell me what that is. Tonkatsu is like uh, like a, you can get like a pork or a chicken cutlet, and then uh, it's like breaded, basically. Ah, so like chicken yeah. katsu is that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tonkatsu is like the general term for all of it? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Like, Could you... Katsu a tofu? Yeah. You could? Yeah, could totally. you could you katsu an egg? Yeah, anything that you can cover in egg wash and flour and uh the panko, the bread crumbs, uh -huh. you can pretty much fry it. <laughs> Just deep fried, right? Yeah, are, so yeah, are you deep frying it or is it mm -hmm. like in a pan with a sh with with a shallow bit of oil or what what's the story? Uh yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty deep fried like in a you know, like frying. Fryer. Yeah, fryer. Yeah, uh, there's probably like I guess you could always do a healthier version of it if you baked it. Why but would I we do if, that? 
Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> is it Katsu? <laughs> I don't know what the exact uh like uh procedure is if you want to bake it, you know, if it's still considered katsu. But Yeah, I wonder what katsu means. If it means fried then you're screwed. Katsu means cats. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um <laughs> It's funny. My my friends did a uh uh like a fundraiser for the Japanese earthquake and they they're jazz musicians so they made it like jazz cats but they made tonkatsu for it so it was like katsu ah. like jazz ka- jazz so you would say jazz katsu for jazz cats if you had it in a in a Japanese accent I like it cute play on but yeah. So, so you're not making katsu all the time, are you? Are no, you? no, it's that. That's like super rare. Actually, that was <laughs> that was maybe a bad example. Like the thing that I make the most is probably like uh, as far as like sort of Japanese. It doesn't even count though because it's from an instant pack. Is uh, curry? <laughs> oh, the Japanese curry that comes in those little boxes, like golden curry and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm actually eating some right now. Oh, <laughs> tell me more sense. about it. Does it is it just like in the package and you add things to it, or it's just straight out of the package? Oh uh, no, no. Um, so you kind of like, uh, yeah, it's just the the blocks of the roux, I guess. Okay. The, and uh, basically, you start off like it's like making a stew. So you you chop off like chop up like onions and whatever meat you want yes, uh, and whatever vegetables and then you boil it and then uh, till it's soft and then you throw in these blocks that look like chocolate kind of but they're like the concentrated curry and you just kind of simmer that and then uh yeah yeah it's like bouillon it's super easy to make it sounds Um, really good yeah uh, Greg Pack always makes it. <laughs> okay, good to know. Yeah, I never knew that that was a. I, I actually I've seen those boxes all the time. I just never picked one up myself and yeah utilized it. Yeah, they're really it's really easy. It's probably easy to make it from scratch too. I think. Yeah, I wonder what the seasonings probably, are. Probably healthier to do it from scratch, actually. But, well, uh, what's like the difference between a Japanese curry and let's say a Thai curry or a Indian curry. I think um, that's a good question because uh, I know well like a Thai will have more like coconut milk. It'll be a little bit like creamier, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, Indian curry is probably spicier mm-hmm. and has like more like the masala kind of stuff, the garam masala and that those kind of spices. And then the Japanese, I don't know. I got to look at the the ingredients but um i want to say it's like a little sweeter okay i don't know i think i'm gonna yeah. have to get some for myself and see what's up because yeah I'm very curious yeah it's good like have you been to curry house like the never. restaurant i have never yeah. been to curry house yeah it's a chain it's like a chain all over um from japan but they they opened one in a bunch in Los Angeles and also in uh, Northern California, but they uh, the the brand is called House, and then they they make those uh, packages that you can buy in the uh, the markets as well. I just learned something new today. Go, <laughs> I I've driven past those places and I've seen those boxes, and I did I never yeah. put the two together. Yeah, yeah, 
Um, they also do pastas too. It's like Japanese style pasta. Japanese style pasta. You know, this morning actually, though, maybe you know about this. What's that? I was Googling because I, by mistake, bought the largest bottle of ketchup ever <laughs> from from Amazon. It like arrived, and I was like, "This is going to be <laughs> really annoying because I don't like having anything like." too large in the fridge um so anyway i was looking up things to do with ketchup and one of the things was japanese spaghetti do oh, you yeah. know about that i do yeah it's like a kid taste kind of you know yeah like if i picture myself eating pasta with ketchup i would think i was a child for sure yeah i mean you mix it with other things i guess or you add it to a, a sauce to make it a little yeah more pal palatable for a kid right but, um, so what are the, some of the house things that have pasta that you were um, talking about before the Japanese pasta I think I think they do like a a codro pasta That's fancy Yeah or they'll do like a like a kinoko mushroom like those Japanese tiny mushrooms Mhm mm Um texture Yeah yeah, I'm trying to think. I usually don't get pasta. Then, that's to be honest. Okay, so um, oh, this is still at Curry House, and they have mm -hmm, pasta. Mm -hmm. They have curry. Yeah. Uh, is there anything Abe could eat? My husband, who's a vegetarian. Let's see. Yeah, I think so. Um, I gotta look at the menu. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to pull up the menu right now. But I'm just I'm curious. Sure. I mean, in general, I feel like it's not the most vegetarian-friendly cuisine, Japanese food. I mean, mm -hmm. not, well, in, in a lot can, of ways it is and isn't. It can but be. It can be. I yeah. Like, I feel like when I go with Abe to like a real sushi place, he's like shit out of luck. Yeah. You know, there's um there's a cuisine though that's like sort of I think it's like Kyoto-based that is like mostly vegetables because I think my dad always tells me that. Kyoto is known for their vegetables hmm. dishes. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Vegetable-based dishes. That. I'll have to research that more for you. But uh, Have uh, you ever been to Japan? Yeah, yeah. Uh, mostly in Tokyo and uh, Hokkaido, like, which is the north, the most northern island. But... Uh, uh, Besides being born there, I've only been there like four times. <laughs> Still a lot, it feels like. I guess that is, yeah. yeah. What are some of the foods that you like remember about being in Japan? Like, do they have a very special 7-Eleven experience, just like the oh, yeah. Taiwan 7-Elevens, which yeah, oh, I absolutely. remember? Yeah, like um, those food marts are amazing. Um, you can get like uh, those little sandwiches um i mean they have them here like those at, japanese uh, food marts yeah like nijiya right uh-huh uh, but um let's see yeah those like rice balls the onigiri um mm -hmm. little meals uh like the little bentos kind of you could like live off of those <laughs> and one would i yes. feel like i was just listening to about how people used to live off of ramen did you hear the urban myth about the guy who like killed himself because of the nutritional content in ramen living off of it? That was like an no. urban legend. Like he died of malnutrition? Or <laughs> yeah, I feel like this, this is a story my mother oh, <laughs> man. told me or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it's so cheap and delicious, that ramen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, um, 
I, I can believe that actually. Um, cause it's just so much, if you look at how much salt is in there, yeah. it's like pretty bad. Um, plus the noodles are fried, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, I love ramen. I eat, I eat a lot in Japan, but I actually got to a point where I was kind of ramened out a little bit. How did that happen? In Japan. I don't know. I think um, maybe I just sort of like hit a point where I was just like, I had a really good ramen. Like I was looking for like the ultimate shio ramen, which is like a salt ramen, just uh -huh. really clean, clean broth. And then I found it. I think it was in uh, Hokkaido, the northern island where my where my dad is from and uh after that i was kind of like okay i can i can now move on a bit and <laughs> eat other things <laughs> you know it was really weird i um, i have not reached that place yet i could eat ramen <laughs> all the time maybe i should go on a ramen quest yeah what What's are some weird? of your favorite places to eat ramen in la so i can go in la oh man there's so many places and I'm, I have to admit, go, I'm overwhelmed. I go yeah. there and like, I see the menu and I just like, don't know what I want. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's weird though. I, I'm really not sure. Like there was a place that used to be sort of by the Sawtell area, which I used where I hang out in a lot. I think it's called ramen. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I really like the, uh, I think they moved, but they're they're still in that area. Um, if you look it up, um, there's one with like Chinese pickles that I love, and that's like a cl like clean salt broth too. Clean real salt simple. broth. Yeah, you make it sound so good. It is good. <laughs> it's awesome. Cause I I kind of don't like the really rich broths anymore. They just kind of like put me out of commission, you know. You want to like, like take a nap? Yeah, I mean I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I I just uh, I think I'm my maybe my tastes are changing, you know, and I want something a little lighter. Huh. So, yeah. So we've just had a very good education on <laughs> Japanese food. Let's move on to other types of cuisines. What other types of cuisines are you particularly fond of? Um, I was gonna say like I never get sick of like Vietnamese, like uh, pho. It's been kind of rainy, so I, uh... I, I ate a lot of pho when we were in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I like, I feel like that was happening a lot. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good places. Uh, actually, there's better places south of San Francisco, I think. But um, Why is that? I, can, I don't know. Maybe because more, more of the Vietnamese population is down here, like – because I'm I'm like an hour south of San Francisco right now. Uh, there's a city called Milpitas that has a lot of good, uh, both Chinese and uh, and Vietnamese places. So yeah, I had a nice uh, oxtail <laughs> the other day. That sounds delicious. It was amazing. Yeah, real simple. Are you more of a meat eater than a vegetable eater? What is your preference? Um, you know, it's funny. Well, like I've always. Or are you more carbs? A balance of all. Um, but I think recently um, I've just been trying to uh, to eat a bit healthier as one, one should, right? <laughs> um, so I was trying to uh, eat more 
I guess, vegetables. Um, I really got into roasting vegetables. So, like, you know, Brussels sprouts, uh, <laughs> uh, whatchamacallits. Carrots? Uh, well, carrots. <laughs> uh, uh, how come I can never think of this? I always buy them. Uh, the Sweet potatoes. Like, yams, yes. Uh, oh, my God, I'm having the biggest brain. Onions. <laughs> Onions, yes. <laughs> But I'll just, you know, it's just sort of like, almost like Thanksgiving, you know, you just kind of toss yeah. in a little bit of olive oil. Parsnips. That's it. Thank Parsnips. you. Parsnips. How could I not remember that? Hey, they're not, they're not that common of a vegetable. It's weird, right? Yeah, I know what they are. I always like, they're always on the tip of my tongue. I'm like, what, what are they called? But um, Trader Joe's makes a really good parsnip chip right now. Oh, it's man. On, that's on the shelves. Who knows yeah. how long it will stay there, though. Yeah. Beats. I like I like making beats. Yeah, and you like making musical beats too. Yes, yes I do. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah. So Roasting. so more vegetables in your diet these days. Trying to. Yeah, trying to. More fruits. Uh I got really into eating uh yogurt and granola. <laughs> and yeah, fruits. the yogurt and granola is delicious, huh? It's so filling, right? And, it is. Uh, it's quick. Um are you yeah. doing the overnight oats thing? The what? The overnight oats thing or muesli no, thing? What's that? It's basically just oats that have been soaked and reconstituted in uh, the yogurt mixture. So it's like uh, so it's mu- more mushy. It kind of tastes like rice pudding a little bit. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, my sister was making that once. Actually, I didn't know what to call it. Yeah, you gotta like let the oats soak up all of the stuff so that it that's what hydrates it. So it's not okay. like, you know, so you're not eating cardboard. But like, right. it's a good alternative if like you just don't happen to have a granola on hand. It doesn't yeah. give you the same satisfying crunch, but right, it's like a way to like have that. It's also super filling because you know right. oats are so so yeah. hearty. That sounds good. It is good. Yeah. It's really yummy yeah. with like some honey or maple syrup mm. and some, and some, uh, yeah, it, it really does remind me of like rice pudding sometimes, especially if you add like a little bit of vanilla. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm going to have to try that. You got to try it. Just, just Google overnight oats. Yeah. Or, or not so overnight oats. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do it overnight. You just have to let it sit yeah. for like at least half an hour. Yeah. So wow. what's a typical breakfast for you other than yogurt and granola? You know, I um, I don't always eat breakfast, which is bad. I know I should. Eh, bad, but, bad. Um, you know, he, like this when it, this this happened like last year, like around the summer where I was just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to like try to cut out as much bad stuff I've been eating as possible and – you know, just really eating mostly fruit and vegetables and uh, and yogurt. And uh, it was weird. I just stopped craving, like, things that I usually would want. Right. No, I it get it. It was strange. Yeah. It was kind of awesome, actually. Felt it's a lot simpl- better. It simplifies your life a lot. Yeah. And then, like, the holidays came and I got <laughs> totally derailed. Well, that's just so normal. To... That's normal as well. Yeah, so trying to steer it back, I guess. But um, um, typical breakfast. Or typical first meal, I would yeah, say. Yeah, like 
every once in a while I'll make like an egg, just real simple, right? Or like um, uh, natto. Have you ever had natto? I've heard so much about natto. I've never had it, and I'm wondering if I would like it. I think I would. Yeah, I like I like fermented food. Yeah, it's kind of a crapshoot. Um, it's definitely a divisive food. Is that right? Divisive? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can like you explain I, I, what it is? It's like fermented yeah. soybean. Yeah, exactly. Fermented soybeans. And uh, if you watch somebody open up the packet and and take it out, it, you'd probably you might be grossed out if you've never seen it because it's just like webby, like yeah. But you know, you know what? You can you just like in your mind just say what rice krispie treat. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> People yeah. love that webby stuff with rice krispie that's, treats. That's a good way to think about it. But um, not yeah, gonna taste it. like a rice krispie <laughs> treat at all, though. I'm assuming <laughs> it's super soft and easy to eat. I I ate it a lot as a kid, so I think to me it's it might be um, nostalgic. Mm-hmm. But um, you, you can, get it. Uh, you get it in the can. No, it's in a styrofoam little package. A um, styrofoam little package? Yeah. Where yeah, do you get there. it? Uh, you you can get it at um, just any kind of Asian market. Um, what aisle? It'll be frozen. So, oh. Yeah. Frozen in a styrofoam packet and then yeah. you thaw it? Yeah, you can thaw it in the refrigerator. Um, it comes with like a little like sauce of like dashi. Uh-huh. Kind of like... Soy sauce, soy sauce, and uh, like a mustard packet to kind of get rid of any kind of bitterness, maybe. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's weird, like a little yellow mustard thing. And then <clears throat> you can put, um, I like to mix it with like bonito flakes or, um, yeah, and then you eat it with, with rice. Yummy. Yeah, some people even mix it with um, daikon, like grated daikon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sometimes I even just eat it out of the styrofoam packet because I'm just used to it, you know. Yeah, is it super, yeah. super salty like miso paste would be, or? No, no, it's not salty at all. It's not like, salty. Yeah, it's not salty at all. In fact, if you don't put that little soy sauce packet in it, it's totally not salty. It's more. It's bland. Kind of bitter. No, it has a. How do I describe? I'm, I'm so bad at describing tastes. But, well, you um, did say that it wasn't salty, so that's already intriguing it was, to me. It's definitely not salty. Yeah, maybe a little bit if you add the little sauce in it. But um, it's funny. Like I, I used to make natto pasta. Huh. Yeah, it just mixes so well with pasta. Do you need it to be warm? Like, would you have to heat it up? Uh, no, you did like room temperature about. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. like whatever you would be eating, like the rice or the pasta or whatever would be warm, and then you would just eat it like a condiment on top. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A- Abe might like this, actually. Yeah, I'm he... curious because it's vegetarian. Yeah. I think he would uh, look at it and freak out a little bit. He might, but then he might be converted into a natto freak. Yeah, uh, I've, I've heard that happening to people. Yeah, that's actually my favorite uh, like sushi thing almost. Natto sushi? Yeah. I've never yeah, seen that on a menu. Yeah. Um, they'll make like natto maki, which is basically a natto roll. Or uh-huh. if you have you ever been to uh, Kula sushi? It's like a, I've heard of it. K O O L A? K U L A. K U L A. It's like a okay. conveyor belt sushi place. Okay. I love it there. They chop it up like really small and then put it on rice and seaweed. Hmm. It's good. It's really good. Hey, could you have it in a sandwich? 
I wouldn't do that. Why? Like, I wouldn't. I don't think it mixes with bread. Okay. Although I've seen my dad do that, but my dad is kind of a, a weirdo. Or he, he might have done it for like to get a, a, an, a some kind of reaction from me. But mom. what about but but how fun would it be to have a natto taco? Come I, on, you know, just I to gotta, say natto taco. No, I got to be honest. I tried to make a natto like uh, like I tried to put natto it in, nachos in a in a like a tortilla once, and yeah. it, it just didn't work. Oh. I thought like I was like I'm gonna make a natto burrito, and it like somehow the uh, yeah the tortilla didn't really jive with it which is weird because you think it was beans right i couldn't get into it for some reason okay but i'll tell you what i did make on a uh, corn tortilla that was amazing was uh i had some leftover uh mabo tofu mm-hmm. and i put it in the uh i heated up a little corn tortilla and uh put some of the um the chinese uh layu chili oil mm-hmm. and yogurt and yogurt isn't that weird? And That's it was weird so and good. makes sense though too. It was so good though. Like plain <clears throat> yogurt or like a yeah yeah. Plain okay, yogurt. interesting. <laughs> yeah, that does sound good. Yeah, look at or you. Was... You're a regular Roy Choi. <laughs> I I might have just been hungry, but it was really <laughs> good. Like, I was like, I might be onto something. But... I think you might be onto something. Go. <laughs> um. Yeah. So when you were little growing up, you were eating mostly Japanese food or. What uh, what was the mix of your dietary childhood? I, I wouldn't say mostly. Um, well, my mom is Japanese American, and she did pretty much all the cooking. So, I mean, I probably ate what most American kids would eat fifty percent of the time or sixty percent of the time, and then maybe the other, I don't know, forty thirty percent, I ate Japanese food. Uh, so like pizza, mac and cheese, totally, yeah, hot dogs, hamburgers, uh, you name it, you know. And which one do you feel like you have more of a, like, where's your heart more? Um, <clears throat> maybe, yeah, probably Japanese food. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like a, yeah, it's just a part of me, I guess. Right. <laughs> Other than the curry and the natto, do you cook <clears throat> Japanese food at home for yourself now? Yeah, yeah, every once in a while. Um, it it kind of boils down to if I'm if I get the ingredients in advance. Mm -hmm. So, like I made a okonomiyaki the other day. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. It's like a <clears throat> it's like a Japanese. Uh, it's a it's a cross between a pancake and a pizza. So keep talking. Yeah, you, you can get like the uh, there's like a specific flour for it with like mount, grated mountain yam and uh, mountain yam. Yeah, mountain yam. That sounds very special. Yeah, a certain flour, and then um, you kind of make it like you would a pancake. You just add some eggs and some water, and then um, the way I do it is I use uh, I make it so it's like mostly cabbage. So I like dice up a ton of cabbage throw it in there and then whatever um whatever things you have on hand like uh what are even bacon you can dice up bacon or like uh some people use squid 
or whatever seafoods and then you just kind of mix it in the batter batter and then you just kind of fry it like a like a pancake that's ingenious kind of reminds me of like a kimchi pancake okay yeah yeah it's very similar to that that's why don't we do that more often of like savory pancakes that have stuff in it yeah that's not a that's not a thing here it's weird right it's not not with savory stuff i mean we like shove like candy bars and our pancakes and things like that but but nobody like nobody like has like a bacon studded pancake (laughs) or sausage studded one and there should be yeah we're on to something right now yeah i mean this is something that like um i used to work at a bunch of japanese restaurants and then so after hours you'd hang out with the chef maybe and he'd maybe he'd invite you to his house for a drinking party and then it was just like an easy thing, easy way for him to like clean out his fridge. So he'd make a round of like, okay, this one has like ground beef in it. Okay, this one has kimchi in it or whatever, or, you know, whatever he had that he wanted to dice up and throw into the batter. That sounds so, so fun. It is fun. Yeah. What did you do at these Japanese restaurants? Um, I was um, I was a sushi roller for like three months at one of them. No way. Yeah. I want tips. Really- it was really hard. Like I was really bad. I was good at making sushi really slowly, but that wasn't working because it was like such a high, high pace. So then I had some bartending experience. So I just moved over to the the bar side. Okay, <laughs> so but I just, bet you're better than your average bear at rolling sushi. Maybe I. I bet you are. I forgot a lot, but um, if yeah. If, like, you didn't care about, like, taking an hour for me to make some roll, then you might be all right. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know how to make good sushi rice? Um, Kind of. I've – I don't know if I've done it, like, 100% on my own, but I've helped. But the key is, like, you uh, you have to add the uh, – right, the, the vinegar, rice vinegar, and then you have to, like, fan it. While you kind of like uh, cool it and toss it, it's so like it's so high maintenance that sushi. Have you ever rice. made it? No, I I have not like somebody who's that um, patient in the kitchen. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of discipline involved with Japanese food, and so I will yeah. let the experts who've studied it and devoted their lives to it do <laughs> no, it. It's easy. You could totally do it if I if I can do it. You can do it. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think of another dish. Um, oh, actually, you know, my, one of my favorite things to do is it's called nabe. And, uh, I used to do this a lot with, uh, Eric Nakamura, the mm-hmm. giant robot guy. I'd go to his, I'd be at his house and, uh, it's basically just a big hot pot, you know? Hey, I'm getting a hot pot sent to me pretty soon. Tell me everything. Oh, no way. Awesome. Yeah. yeah it's, it's easy. You just get, um... Okay, you get like a say like a napa cabbage. Yeah. You get um like those enoki mushrooms. Yes. You get a ton of uh, tofu, probably like the medium to firm tofu. Um, what else? You can get those. Uh, you know what shirataki noodles are? Yeah, they're like um, back in the day when I used to diet all the time. They were like no calorie noodles. <laughs> 
yeah, they're so good though. I don't know, like the texture is so good. Um, so yeah, they're like yam noodles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can get shiitake mushrooms. And uh, I think the key might be that you get like a um, dried uh, uh, seaweed, like kelp thing for like the dashi. Mm-hmm. Or you can get like the instant dashi too. That that works too. But if you get the seaweed one, like what you do is you fill your your nabe with water, and then you kind of um, soak that seaweed piece for like ten, twenty minutes or whatever. And then you just kind of cut everything up kind of like, you know, bite-sized, I guess, and uh, throw it into the – arrange it in the pot and then turn on the heat and then it just kind of cooks. How do you yeah. spell nabe? Uh, N-A-B-E. Nabe. It just means like a pot, yeah. And that's not like the same as like shabu-shabu where everyone cooks themselves. This is just happening all at once, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it can be like a combination of shabu-shabu, too, you know? But, um, yeah. We like, should explain that shabu-shabu is like um, what what that is. It's like basically yeah. communal eating around a hot pot. Yeah. That where you like use your, where everyone kind of cooks for themselves. Totally. Okay. Slice up like, it usually involves uh, very thinly sliced meat and then... Um, like sauces and stuff, right? Sauces, yeah. But you could do this too. So I, I, I guess it's like a combination of shabu shabu and nabe. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely it definitely can be uh, or it should be communal. Yeah, I'm so excited. Except the yeah. only one thing that I'm like kind of bummed about is so Zoji Rushi is sending it, and you know they're awesome. They make such great appliances. Oh yeah. But um, it doesn't have a divider. And, divider. Yeah, and so you know, like I've seen like Chinese hot pots that have dividers in them, so oh. that like Abe, the vegetarian, can eat his side without getting I tainted see. with our meat and <clears throat> seafood and whatnot. Gotcha. Um, like it's just not like if I'm going to go through all that effort, I yeah. I want to have meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, what <laughs> so all you who knows? do is um, you just do a separate one. Like um, you don't need you don't even need a certain pot. You just. <clears throat> it's more the concept, so you can just even do it on the stove with another. Oh yeah, I guess I could do that. He just yeah. would be sitting there like with cold, <laughs> a cold bunch of stuff while everyone else was doing stuff. But yeah. you know what? Yeah. That's what has to happen sometimes, yeah. unless I have a whole bunch of vegetarians coming over. Yeah. And then my favorite thing about that about this is that you do like you can do rounds. Meaning like, so like you do a round of vegetables first, right? And then let's say you do the next round, you can do seaweed. Oh, that's a good uh, idea. Sorry, sea, you, could do, right? you could do re- rounds. Yeah, seaweed You could just like round. sit out of the last couple rounds. It's like a sport. Right, right. And then you do meat for the last round or something. Yeah. Or, and then uh, actually, sorry, the very last round is uh, you, you throw udon noodles in and then you make like an udon. And then you have oh, this awesome, my God. very complex broth that you've been making. Like the whole meal. That's ingenious. So, I never even thought about shoving noodles in there. Oh yeah, yeah. You get um, that's a must, Lynn. I d- I just haven't <laughs> done that. I haven't I haven't eaten shabu shabu since New York, which is oh man, a dozen years. Yeah. So you get you just get those frozen udon noodles. Yeah. Uh, next probably next to the natto at the yeah at the store, 
and then that's your last round. I'm really and, feeling excited about going to the Japanese market now. Uh, I have to say, go. I I'm like <laughs> a little. I'm a, I was a little intimidated, but like <laughs> now I feel like I I can do this with confidence. Yeah, a just little bit me. at least. Just yeah, text me. I might I might have to like do a Facebook live and just with yeah. you so that you totally. can walk me through what everything totally. is but totally, totally. yeah if i could ever return the favor with the chinese market just let me know oh yeah yeah i'll have questions <laughs> <laughs> so you are a musician and yeah. i'm wondering when you are like in the thick of it whether it be like either performing or like writing music or whatever mm -hmm. do you have rituals like around yeah. food yeah, it's funny you asked me this. Uh, I don't I don't know if I ever talked to you about this, but like what I'll do is uh if I'm like writing or recording, especially if I'm recording with another person, I'll use uh food as like a timer. Like <laughs> cooking as a timer. So like okay, we'll start writing or something and then once we start hitting a wall, like let's say it's like a it's like a six to eight hour session. So you do like two or three hours and then you're like, all right, it's time to take a walk or something. All right, let's, let's kind of like get out of here, you know, cause maybe you're trying to like figure out how to put a section of the song that's not working. So then maybe you'll go to the store and you'll pick up some, you know, you're like, okay, I'm just going to make some pasta, you know? So then um, what's funny is that once you start cooking, often like these problems that you're trying to solve by beating your head, you know, your head into a wall, <laughs> um, start to solve themselves once you kind of take your, your attention off them. So I kind of use the cooking as a distraction almost. And oh, then okay. like, yeah. And then like, I'll start cooking the sauce and I go, okay, let's go back and like work on this some more. And then you hit another wall and then you go eat <laughs> And then, you know, you start to these these melodies or whatever start like popping up. It's really weird once you stop trying to force them, you know? Yeah. I love it. So that's that's food one is of, food helps everything. It does, yeah. Yeah. Or do do you stick to things that like you already know how to make so that you're not like really overcrowding your mind? Um usually, yeah. Or um, just really simple stuff that you can cook in a slow cooker, for example. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's like one of – that's another hobby of mine. Like, slow cooking? Slow cooking. I, I love it. It's just – What do you like to make in your slow cooker? Do you have like a like a Mercedes-Benz of slow cookers? No, no. It's just like super old school. Um, I don't know. Yeah, nothing special like even, you know, whatever, chili or stews or even curries. I made a curry in there. Ooh, I wonder if you can do the Japanese curry in there. Oh yeah, that's that's the one that I do. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, like a beef curry or whatever, or Yummy. anything really. Yeah. I sometimes, I I do yeah. love a slow cooker. It it kind of is magic, isn't it? It is right. Because sometimes, yeah. like the depth of flavor you're able to accomplish after like all those hours is like yeah something you just like like you you feel like you earned it, but you really didn't. Yeah, and I like. <laughs> <laughs> I like having something to look forward to, you know, in like four hours or whatever, or yeah. six hours. It's just kind of a cool little, or it's a timer, right? You're like, okay, I, I want to accomplish this and this and this by the time that this 
spaghetti sauce is done. You know, whatever. That's good. That's like so. very disciplined. Some people would be the opposite <laughs> where they would be like, <laughs> like use it as a distraction or like a way to procrastinate, not as like a way to help inspire and complete. Well, I mean, it, yeah, there's a little bit of procrastination, you know, you just kind of like, I'm just going to take a break from whatever I'm doing and just prepare this thing. And then I'm going to go back. You know, so. I, I kind of do the same thing when I'm like memorizing yeah. lines where yeah. um, I'll be like, okay, I'm devoting an hour to this. And then my reward is that I get to chop something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. It's time to chop. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's kind of nice to like schedule and regiment yourself like that because yeah. so much of the creative process is not really that regimented. Yeah, totally. And what about when you're performing? Do you like do you do the thing where you don't eat beforehand or what? Yeah, I don't like to eat before because um, I don't know. Like one of the worst gigs I ever did was at a, a Thai restaurant, and uh, they were like, "Hey, go come, come have your free meal," you know, mm-hmm. before you eat. <laughs> it's like this huge like Thai meal, like super heavy. Yeah. Like, okay, you ready to play? <laughs> I was oh like, dear oh, me! My God, it was so hard. Just like couldn't sing, so yeah. But are there any snacks that you like to have on hand? Uh, nuts. <laughs> nuts. Any particular been, kind? Yeah, I've been going to Target, and uh, they have these big, like, mixed, uh, unsalted nuts. <laughs> are they are they roasted or are they they raw? Uh, they're raw. These are the raw ones. I oh. think I've got the roasted ones before, but I, I think I prefer the raw ones and. Yeah, I've been teaching a lot of guitar, <clears throat> pretty much full time now. Just like during the days, uh, at a school, and uh, that's just like an easy thing to have on hand whenever if I get hungry. A handful of nuts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These nuts. Yeah, <laughs> they're delicious. Nuts are they good. Are. They're they're awesome. Wait, between that and like the fruit, don't you just feel like a caveman? I like that though. <clears throat> I like the the minimalism. <laughs> there, yeah, there is something to be said about like just having an apple and a handful of nuts. Yeah, you like feel like a squirrel, and you they're feel so good, though. they're so productive. Those squirrels, I see them. They are going about outside my window. Yeah, they keep they've, some. Yeah, they've you, like, you, they've got it figured out. We got to be more like squirrels. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, what are your favorite places to eat in the Bay Area? Bay Area. Um, let's see. There's a couple. Um, I don't want to disclose them. No, I'm kidding. Um, there's, you know how like there's a big like poke phase, right? Yes. Uh, uh, well, not not phase, like uh, craze. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. There's a poke place I like. Uh, I think it's called Go Fish. Oh, it has your uh, name in it. It does. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, real simple, you know. Um, there's a restaurant called Gochi that's like it also has my name in it almost. Yeah. G O C H I. Um that's like a like a Japanese uh tapas place. That sounds good. People always think I say topless place. <laughs> like it's this Japanese tapa <laughs> topless? <laughs> yeah. They're really good. Um what else? Uh a mm, couple under the radar places. Uh, it's a place called Chikara, which is like um, basically a 
a yakiniku place it's like a meat meat place <laughs> sounds good yeah those all sound great know. what would you say yeah, is sounds- like a quintessential jap and uh, not japanese uh san francisco food like if you if you were if i like if a tourist yeah. was to come and yeah like had to eat like just a couple of things what would you be like you can't leave without eating the um yeah like taco or burrito you know where's your favorite taco or burrito um my favorite taco is a place called Velarta. it's in the mission uh on basically 24th 24th at like kind of near shotwell i believe the street is anyway if you that's look the it up. place i went with uh no i don't oh, i went we with totally we did totally we went there, there. We did? Yeah, yeah, because we filmed Surrogate right around there. And ah. it's, um, it's, um, it's like you can walk past it, be like, oh, yeah, it's just another taqueria. But they have this one little, like, kind of cart inside there where the guy's, like, just cooking almost like a taco truck Ooh. style. It's so good. I and, do like those mission style burritos. I talked about it in yeah. my last podcast episode with, uh, this woman, yeah. Lisa Q. Fetterman, I don't know if you know her, but she, um, yeah, I don't know why you would, but <laughs> she, um, she actually, she, she, um, invented, she and her husband invented a sous vide machine that's sort of like blowing up everywhere. And I asked her about some good places to go get some mission style burritos. And she mentioned, uh, uh, La, El Farolito or something Farolito. like that. Farolito. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. I even put it in a song lyric once. Oh. Yeah, that place is awesome. You it's, put it in a song lyric. I love it. Yeah, it's in one of my songs. Yeah, somewhere. do you write about food a lot, ever? Not really. No. <laughs> That's the only case, maybe. It's like, it, come on, go. It helps you get through a song, and the least you could do is rhyme something with spaghetti. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> well, thanks for doing this. Thank you. It's kind of funny because I know that as we're wrapping up, you'll hear the sounds of your guitar coming back <laughs> in. <laughs> and it's just so meta. Where can people yeah. find you? Uh, you can find me, actually, I think I'm probably more most uh, active on Instagram or Facebook. Um, yeah. Okay. My name. I got to no, give a shout out to my neighbor. I got to give a shout out to my neighbor who's like your biggest fan. Her name is Milena. So hi, Milena. Hi, Milena. It's like, when are you going to be on the actor's diet? (laughs) Yay. It's happened. It's happened. The thing is, you are already on the actor's diet all the time. (laughs) Just now you are on on the actor's diet. Awesome. So thanks for doing this. Thank you so much for having me.